on my street. A white van drives by, and then a red car, and I know the lady in the red car. Her name is Norma, and she is big. Big. But I don't look at all her fat. I look at her face. Like when she came over to give Mom a bill that had gotten in her mailbox by mistake and said, So how are you, young lady? I said, I'm fine. And I smiled. Then we stood there. I scraped some mud off the metal plate on the doorframe with my fingernail. She stood there. How's your mother? Okay. Really okay? Yeah. That's when I looked at Norma's face again, and she had a gigantic mole that I hadn't really had time to look at closely before. There was a hair in it. Does she need anything? Nope. The hair was long, but not that long, because I hadn't noticed it before, and it was blackish-brown like Norma's hairball head. Can I come in and see her? Silence. No, no, you cannot see my mom. No, you can't, you fat, fat lady with a red car and no cats. I don't think so, I said. And instead of saying, oh, that's all right, I'll come over later, Norma put her hand on my cheek. It took up almost my entire face. Poor, poor thing. You poor, dear little thing. Her hand was hot and wet and smelled like Oreos or honey. I stood there holding very still because I didn't know what to do. Finally, she pulled away and said, You and me are going to be friends. So I said, I have to go make a sculpture. And then I slammed the door like on TV. But I didn't lean against the door after I slammed it like on TV. Colby Out my window, I can see Colby Dean's boat. It's just in their driveway, and it says Dean Machine on the side with an orange stripe, and it's bigger than their Suburban. Colby isn't outside today, but he was yesterday. I saw him. He was out in the yard mowing the grass, and once, before Dad was gone, when I got to mow the grass, I ran over a snake. It's just a field snake, Colby had said when I showed him. So I picked it up and threw it at him, and he yelled and swore and told me to get away from him and that I'm a sicko. He came over later, and I had the snake in a box, and we got a knife and some matches and some fishing line to do experiments. First we opened the head with the steak knife, but it was hard because the knife was old. You have to saw it. You can't just push down. Colby said. Okay, I said, but I could have just pushed down, probably. So I started to saw, but I didn't want to saw too hard because I wanted to see the brain. I sawed and sawed very carefully and slowly to preserve the brain, and Colby was getting mad. Go faster. This is taking all day. I almost said for him to do it, but we had already had a fight, and I didn't want him to go home. Colby didn't used to be this bossy. I sawed and sawed, and then it opened. The brain wasn't really there. I couldn't find a brain. Who cares about the dumb brain, Colby said. So then we stuck the fishing line in a needle, and we put it through the head, 
and then we put the line through the tail and made a necklace. We were both kneeling over the snake on the hot cement when Mr. Groban with the belly and ketchup walked up. What are you kids doing? The sun was bright behind his head, and you couldn't really see his face except for the sweat drips that slowly went into balls and glistened before they fell to the ground. You kids should know better. Oh, those snakes keep critters away. Oh, I better not catch you doing stuff like this again. You hear me? Colby nodded his head. I just didn't do anything. And then he walked away. This is stupid, Colby said, and he left. The snake is on my wall, dried up, and sometimes I wear it as a necklace when I'm putting my clothes away or hiding in the closet or doing anything. I wish Colby was outside right now.